Handle on the News. Handle on the News! You actually think you're the Bill Handle? Oh, all this time I thought it was an act. Hey, guys, look! It's the real Bill Handle. And good morning, everybody. Uh, Wednesday, June 20th. Uh, the president hasn't stopped. Tell you one thing, uh, this man has balls. He just doesn't care. It's what he wants to do, when he wants to do it, and how he wants to do it. Obviously, we're going to talk a lot more about that. Uh, the tender age shelters is now the operative word. Uh, U.S. is withdrawing from the U.N. Human Rights Council. I'll tell you about that later on. And then uh, marijuana. Canada just passed a law making it mandatory for all government officials and the prime minister to get high whenever meeting on official business. Well, maybe I have that wrong. I hadn't heard that. Yeah, well, it's close. Oh. Okay. In the meantime, hello, young lady. Hello, sir. Jennifer Jones-Lee, Wayne Resnick. Morning. Morning. Uh, there's Alex, John, and uh, no arm, and a uh, special guest star today, the one and only Rich Murata. Hey, Handel. Hey. Rich was our uh, Wayne Resnick. For many years. How long were you on the show, Rich? I was with you for 21 and a half years. Wow. Oh, yeah. This show's been around for a while. <laughs> We've all, we have all gotten old. I suffered severe <laughs> mental disorders. As yeah. A result. Oh, yeah. yes, you did. Uh, we were about talking about our 2554 numbers. You know, that's one of the demographics uh, that uh, is really important to radio and television, et cetera. And I was doing some uh, the figures. Our demographic, our 2554 uh, listeners are now 80 when they started. <laughs> so really, it's those same people? Yeah, the same people, yeah. Yeah, uh, Robin's going to give me all kinds of crap for mentioning that. You know, she hates that, you know, when I mention how long we've been on the air. All right. Uh, it's going to be very interesting because... Are you going to be showing off the rich? What? Like... Taking digs at Robin and, uh, and generally oh, yeah. showing off I'm because doing, Rich yes, is here. Because I've never taken digs at Robin before, have I? It's not something I do on a daily basis. Uh, Robin, it's to recall. Robin doesn't even, she used to get upset with me. She doesn't even bother anymore. She just ignores it. She knows, she used to just, you know, really look at me and I just would nod. And, I think uh, she thought for a while she could somehow get you to stop. Yeah. Either by appealing to reason <laughs> or sympathy. Yeah. And she finally realized yeah. there's no getting to you. When Todd Spitzer, as you know, I'm endorsing Todd for his DA run because I've known him for so long. He was my screener uh, handle on the law 30 he's years. He's still ago. running for Oh, stuff? he's running for DA. He's a county supervisor. He's he is? Running, yeah, he's running for DA. Uh, he's like running in every election like, yeah, for the last yeah, 20 Tony, years. Yeah, he's he? been in business for 20 years. Anyway, the first time I uh, he was he asked me to uh, introduce him for the county supervisor's office. It was his first run, and he said, uh, would you introduce me on his first fundraiser? I said, of course. Uh. And uh, he uh, said, now, Bill, uh, I'm, uh, you know, I, I'm Jewish. I don't deny it. You know, I but would you do me a favor? We're in front of a religious Christian group. You know, would you would you soft pedal the fact I'm Jewish? And then he and I just looked at him and he said, I shouldn't have asked that, should I? Nope. I said, Nope. <laughs> so I introduced Todd. You know, I have a great honor, ladies and gentlemen. He's my screener. I think he's an extraordinary man. I think he'll do a great job as county supervisor. So it's my honor to introduce Todd the Jew Spitzer. <laughs> 
Oh, he's in the corner yeah. with his hand over his eyes, shaking his head. All right, guys. Glad uh, to see you've become so politically correct. Yeah. In my absence. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay, guys. Uh, you guys ready to do it? Let's do it. And uh, Rich, you're joining us on uh, this. Actually, I'm t- uh, technically supposed to be observing. Today. Okay, Rich is retraining. Okay. I already told you before there was yes. no way you weren't going to be on the air. Yeah. And what we do is, as we go around, we'll you'll hear Rich. And he's good. Did you say he's going to be here tomorrow, Friday, and all next week? Doing the sports, mm-hmm. trying to keep you in line. Yeah. Good luck, yeah. Rich. That's right. You're off to the Rich, that. You're off to Richmond to visit family. Right. That is right. Okay. Yes. Let's do it, guys. Lead story. Hell is for children. So, uh, the president defends his immigration policies, and he says you have to take the children away to prosecute the parents. This is hardline stuff. He keeps on blaming the Democrats, of course, uh, for his decision, his zero tolerance policy. And uh, that, it's it's there's no reality there. At least own it. At least own it. Say, hey, uh, we, I, we are separating kids because of zero tolerance. And here's why. And even, it's a reason. It's a legitimate reason. I don't agree with it, but it's a logical reason to separate kids if you want to stop parents from coming over the border saying this is a deterrent. But own the damn thing. I mean, Sessions kind of did this week for the first time. He did make the comment that we hope that it is a deterrent. Yeah. All right. uh, So, so, uh, Rich, what do you think of this? Um, okay, thank you. Yes, yeah, so, uh, uh, I know. I, I know. I really despise that Stephen Miller guy, who's I think behind all of behind all of this. He yeah. is really a creep. By the way, you're going to know uh, by the time <laughs> you, Rich leaves. Rich is a flaming liberal. I mean, Bernie Sanders looks like he's a fascist compared to Rich. In fact, let's do this right now because it'll be my last chance. Oh no. Uh, angry tweets go to at Boxing Rich on Twitter. <laughs> oh, yeah. By the time. Rich, buckle in, buddy. Yeah. Uh, the uh, the landscape has changed quite a bit. Yeah. I forgot about that. Usually, this used to be actual hate mail. Oh, you'll get, get it. Uh, hate mail. Now well, it'll be hate it'll tweets because yeah, oh, yeah. they're easier yeah. to send. Yeah. And what's yeah. kind of fun is I'm going to look like the uh, the, the middle, right, the you're right be the moderate because oh, yeah. I'm fairly moderate. But when Rich was here, I was the, my moderate was accepted. Today, as moderate, I'm considered totally left wing. But the people who who have assumed that about yeah. you for a while now they're going to see yeah, the difference That's right. between oh. fake left wing and real left wing. All right, Rachel Maddow started crying during her broadcast yesterday. Rachel Maddow. I think she's brilliant. Uh, you know she's a, a female lesbian person. Yeah, that we, we were aware of that. Okay. She started uh, reading this story. AP's just broke some news. This is incredible. She said it described how toddlers are being detained, and she started to cry. Yeah, she she apologized down. later on Twitter for crying during her broadcast. Yeah, she got very upset. She's very liberal also, and uh, is... And I, I think she's brilliant in how she does it. She's just one smart uh, female lesbian person. But see, I have to, I appreciate the <clears throat> fact that she apologized for crying 
on Twitter I'm because like, as a news person, I don't. She's not a news person. Well, I realize this, but I, I also feel like, you know what I don't like? I don't like when reporters put like sad music behind their story. Right. Don't tell me how to feel. What? And so when you start to cry during it, what am I supposed to feel? Empathy for you? No, like, I it, think, shouldn't I, I be think, able to make no, my own decision? I don't, I don't think she did it as part of her broadcast to evoke empathy. I think she genuinely was this upset. And since she's not a reporter, I think it's legitimate for her to cry. I still think it was good that she apologized. All right. Couldn't agree, disagree with you more. Uh, let's do it. Uh, we'll take a break and then uh, come back, and then we'll start getting through these stories pretty quickly. Oh, am I KFI handle here uh, and uh, the morning crew. It is uh, Wednesday, June 20th. Uh, more handle on the news. Uh, Jennifer Jones, Lee, Wayne Resnick, uh, Rich Murata in uh, today and all of next week. And uh, just let's move on. Well, uh, I have bad news for George Takei. A Bill, male homosexual person. Oh, come on, Bill. Now you ruined my intro to this story. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, I, take I, I apologize. And it involves you. Oh, of course it does. I have bad news for George Takei. Bill Handel said it first. Uh, George Takei wrote an op-ed piece. It was published in uh, Foreign Policy magazine yesterday. And he said that what's happening at the border with the separation of the families is worse than the Japanese internment camps in World War II because, as Bill Handel already said... The families were together in those however, camps. Now, however, that's a matter of opinion whether well, that they, makes they it were. better or worse. Well, there's but one. But you already made that however, observation. Uh, Sorry, all, George. Wait a sec. You also have to uh, take uh, another little bit of reality, and that is uh, the separation in the in this case is a matter of a couple of months for the most part. They were four years in the internment camp. And so there is a difference. There is a in that case, there was a big difference. Also, the facilities in the internment camp were horrible compared to the facilities of the detention center. I mean, you can argue the you can argue the uh, the cages, et cetera, but the place is air conditioned. I'm assuming, and uh, there, whereas the other camps, if you looked at documentaries about Manzanar, uh, it was just out in the desert. I mean, it was, and they built these wooden barracks for uh and it was 110 degrees and uh they're still out there so you know this is a lot worse than optics of course but the optics of the cages yes yeah, horrible you know, cages yeah they're horrible that's not good no it's not good well this might literally come down to dollars and cents because now there's a new study that says these tent cities cost millions more than keeping migrant kids with their parents $775 uh, per person per, per night. night. And uh, it's uh, way less, obviously. It's in the 200 range for uh, when they don't separate the families. And you wonder, I mean, how much can a tent cost? Right, just go to, you go to the big five when tents are on sale and you pick up a tent for 80 bucks. Problem is the food, the staff, the medical staff, uh, they have to be given education, so they have to have courses. Uh, so it, it racks up a lot of money on this. This is tanks. apples and oranges anyway. I'm saying, I'm starting to get actually angry about the whole way this is being covered because they're making it sound like oh, just keep them together. That right that the alternative is just keep them together. 
This all has to do with the decision to prosecute the people. That's correct. That's the That's, issue. Right. This is the secondary effect of the decision Absolutely. for zero tolerance on prosecuting every single piddly yep. ass misdemeanor illegal entry case that they get. Uh, oh, that's me. Uh, the U.S. is out of the U.N. Human Rights Council. Yes. And I couldn't agree It's in more. protest of what, I love this, what the Trump administration perceives as a bias against Israel. Perceives? It's not a perception. It is There's true. There's a bias against Israel. Half of the resolutions passed by the Human Rights Commission, half, have been against Israel. That was until the U.S. joined. Right. Then and it then dropped goes down to a to, fifth, right, down which to is 20%. still wildly disproportionate. Right. In the meantime, uh, you have countries uh, that uh, wildly uh, engage in uh, human rights violations, and they're not touched. Rwanda. Imagine the irony of Rwanda voting to condemn Israel. Israel. Right. So, it's not that Israel is perfect. That's not my point. But Rwanda or Congo? It's... Pointing the finger at Israel? And there and Israel's the one that gets nailed by the Human Rights Commission over and over and over again. Uh so I, I agree with the Trump administration on this one, and not necessarily just because of Israel, any country that would be singled out, while all the rest of the countries who are I mean, you, you talk about uh, human rights violations, cluster bombs wiping out families, hospitals. Oh no, it's Israel. Israel, the oppressors, uh, it's just crazy. I think the reason this is getting such a big headline is because while the U.S. is calling the U.N. Human Rights Council hypocritical, some people are calling the U.S. hypocritical because they say that what we're doing to the families at the border is a human rights issue. Right, of course. Everything we do and what Israel does is a human rights violation, naturally. Actually, uh, the creation of Israel itself is a human rights violation. This is why I have always advocated you take the U.N. building, right, you evict everybody and turn it into condos. Except there are no corner, there are no windows in the corner. If you look at that, there are no corner offices uh, because they wanted it to be, uh, everybody has to be at the the same level. Yeah, there's a sense of equality. So everybody can vote against Israel uh, without uh, corner windows, and it worked out beautifully. A man who stabbed someone in the face at a Burber- Burger King in Burbank has died by his own knife. Now, the elderly man, that's how they're describing him, yesterday who was stabbed in the face is expected to survive. This is Burbank Police Sergeant Derek Green, who says that the attack was apparently random. Immediately, a patron inside the restaurant intervened and became engaged in a struggle with that suspect in an attempt to disarm him of the knife. By the way, he talked to KTLA on that one, and they say that the attacker was fatally injured by his own knife while he was struggling with the Good Samaritan. Yep. Was this after or before he ate the Whopper? Do we know? Handle. All right, let's take a break. Jennifer, you want to share? (sighs) Yes. KFI Handle here on a Tuesday, Wednesday morning. And we continue on with Handle on the News uh, with Jennifer Jones-Lee, Wayne Resnick, me, and uh, Rich Barada. 
is here observing because Rich uh, start you start tomorrow, right, Rich? Yes. The okay. Action, yes. Now, uh, interesting uh, journey being yes. Here. Now uh, he's going to be doing sports like he used to do, which he did for twenty one and a half years on the show. Now he actually was on the morning show two years before I did the show. So uh, he is, if you look at the longevity, and he was on with uh, the two gals, TNT in the morning. Tracy and... Uh, uh, Terry. Terry Ray and uh, Tracy Miller. And uh, Tracy, uh, Tracy's the one that passed away. Right, uh, I think yes. of a brain uh, tumor. Uh, and she's just a, such a talented, wonderful lady. And, uh, well, anyway, uh, I'm going to get all the press and start crying like uh, Rachel Maddow. Then I'll make you apologize. Uh, yeah. Well, I can cry. What was worse, Rachel Maddow crying or Kent Shocknick jumping under the table when the earthquake hit? Uh, oh, that's right. Kent Shocknick jumping <laughs> under the table. That. He got a lot of grief for that. For those that don't know, he was a television uh, yeah. news guy, very famous in Los Angeles. Earthquake hit. He was on the air. He dived <laughs> under the desk. <laughs> but that's the camera shot. You're looking I, at oh, the yeah. desk. No, it's right there. However, <laughs> however. What people don't notice is you had these television lights that oh, weighed yeah. 200 pounds each that were swaying. <laughs> and uh, he, that's, I would have done that. Well, first, I would have died. There would be other people under the desk with me. I would have pushed them yeah. uh, yes. off uh, from under the desk. Including and then, your kids. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right, back we go. Uh, wow. Road rage attack at an Arco gas station in Pasadena yesterday with a very interesting weapon. Uh, it started out your standard road rage, uh, but one guy gets out of his car with a machete. The other guy gets out of his car not with a club, with the club, right, the that thing that you lock your steering, steering wheel, wheel with. with. And then the guy who had the machete did a stupid thing. He put the machete down. I guess he thought he would be honorable. Yeah. He puts the machete down and he says, let's fist fight. And the other guy says, no, I'm holding the club. Blap, 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 oh, yeah. blap on yeah. you. So do you think the commercial uh, for the effectiveness of the club is going to change? It's like a added feature. <laughs> yeah. This really works. Defend your car and yourself yes. with the club. All right. This one, I think uh, we should just read the headline. The closing arguments being heard in the trial of a man from West Hollywood charged with torture murder of fiance who was drained of blood. Uh, I don't think there's much more to say other than uh, he tortured, murdered her, and uh, drained, drained her, her, blood. her blood. Yeah. Well, uh, how do you do that? I mean, how do you drain uh, yeah, For the, the most blood? part, I think... Uh, uh, well, the easiest way of doing it is to, to is hang someone upside down and cut the throat. I mean, yeah, realistically, yeah. let the gravity do it. That's oh, yeah, because awful. once you've killed someone, uh, the blood does not drain. There's no heart to pump the blood out. I mean, you have to be alive to do that. So uh, that's, oh, God, just the visual on that one is horrible. So let's just move on. Um. Wow, this will seem like a breath of fresh air, even though it's pretty disgusting as well. A doctor in Newport Beach is facing misdemeanor charges. He's accused of sending text messages to cheerleaders at a high school where he volunteered. Now, they're not telling us what the text said. They're describing them as sexually motivated. Now, if you think of it, this uh, relative to everything that's going on, this is good news because... There was no molestation. There was no rape. There was no touching. Uh, and I guess in today's day and age, uh, that's considered a light story relative to what's happening out there. Yeah. 
It's mister, two misdemeanor counts of child annoyance. Yeah, child annoyance. So they must not have been explicit, yeah, is what I'm thinking. But it was obvious that he was trying to gauge Like, what are you just, wearing? Maybe, yeah. But even that, is, that would be sexual, I think. I don't think you can charge that as... Uh, as a sexual like enticement, crime? like enticement. What of are you minor. wearing? I don't think so. I ask you. It's all pretty gross. But here's the part we didn't say. He's a doctor who volunteers for the cheerleading team at uh, UC Irvine. And from what I understand, he's on leave now oh, from yeah, his job as an orthopedist at of a Kaiser course. Permanente yeah, facility. Course. Uh, uh, Wayne and I text each other all the time and ask, what are you what wearing? Are you, what are you wearing? Oh, constantly. <laughs> right now. And do you like gladiator movies? Uh, uh, the, the thing is, I think I'm going to stop, though, because too often the answer from him is nothing. Oh, it's wrong. <laughs> oh. All right. Well, uh, one child predator who has been on the run now for two decades finally has been captured. Yeah. And serious allegations preying on five girls uh Ages six to eleven, and uh, was 15. originally. Oh, sorry. I mean, just crazy. Yeah, right. Fifteen counts, felony counts, lewd act on a child. So he uh, post bail, he skips, and he ends up going to what is it, Venezuela, El Salvador, uh, El yeah. Salvador, and uh, then comes home, then comes back to the United States. I mean, the guy's an idiot. Well, no, after two, you know, after two decades. You figure I, no one's okay. yeah, gonna no notice. one's gonna touch me. The coast is never clear. Not, I can not anymore. You. Not anymore. The coast is never clear. Uh, LADA's office will not file criminal charges against Scott Bayo. This is based on allegations that um, Nicole Eggert made as co-star in Charles in Charge, uh, and they said, "Look, they're just—it's too old." It's not. Right. It's not about whether we think it's true or not. It's about. It's in the '80s, right. outside the statute of limitations. So he was like Chachi then. Uh, the, he was Charles in charge. Oh, that's even post Chachi. So, yes. Yeah. So he admits, it was a promotion from Chachi. He admits to a sexual relationship, consensual, after she was 18. After she was 18. That's important. And uh, because the DA said we can't charge uh, because of the statute of limitations, she took to Twitter. And uh, said that the filing was rejected solely on the statute of limitations. And somehow uh, that's considered wrong. It was 30 years ago. The statute has run out. And what, what are, what's the DA supposed to do? Well, I, we're going to charge anyway, even though the law doesn't let us. I mean, I, I, I think her point is don't take from this decision that they didn't believe it. Don't take from the yeah, fact because, that they're not filing that they didn't believe it. They didn't have to go that far. Whether they believed it, didn't believe it, they said, it's the statute. Can she We're still done. go after him civilly no. in any way? No. No. Statute is long, long gone. All she can do is go publicly, is uh, try to embarrass him and hope that he is uh, somehow affected professionally because of an allegation uh, 30 years ago and hope uh, that, okay, now I can try to destroy him. Uh, I can try to score uh, career-wise. That's all. You know, and she's doing that. She's do- That's specifically what she is doing. All right, we'll take a break, come back, and finish all this up. This is KFI. This 
is KFI Handle here on a Wednesday with the morning crew as we finish Handle on the news. Jennifer Jones Lee, Wayne Resnick, uh, and Rich Murata observing today because Rich starts doing the sports tomorrow and uh, through the rest of the week as Wayne is off to the wars in Richmond. Okay, the capital of the con- of the conspiracy of the Confederate. That's not why I'm going though. Yeah. <laughs> That's not my interest in the city. <laughs> okay. Uh, let's do it, Jen. All right. So it looks like we are flying the not-so-friendly skies these days. Or maybe the uh, trying-to-be-too-friendly. <laughs> now, yeah, the numbers here are tiny, and uh, I don't know what kind of story there is. It's on the rise. So uh, 63 cases of in-flight sexual assault reported to the feds uh, last year, up from 38 in 2014. How many people fly in this country a year? Hundreds of millions yeah, of flights of, of, of people. So you have 38 sexual assaults. And this is when people are asleep. The blanket is on, long haul, and then they wake up. Uh, usually it's women with the guy next door uh, sitting next to him with his hand uh, down uh, the crotch uh, or down the pants. And, uh, okay, you know, 38 of them. So let's arrest them, which they do. Well, uh, L.A. County's going to get a new jail. It's going to cost $2.2 billion, and maybe it'll be finished in 10 years. You should have had to knock down jail beds. How does that work to uh, build, uh, to construct a prison, and it takes 10 years to build it? You think a couple of years to uh, build, like, a super skyscraper it takes maybe three years to build in any case uh this is a, it's going to be a more modern jail replacing uh men's central jail built in 1963 oh that is a crap hole that yeah jail. and that's their oh, point saying goodness. this is so old we need it and then there are people in the republic hearing screaming we don't need more jails well it's not more jails it's a new yeah. Yeah. jail and but they it, have to do it because it's going to focus mainly on prisoners with either uh, mental illness, med- medical or mental illness problems, which you know what happens when you don't provide adequate medical intervention. You get your jail system taken over by the feds and a receivership, and they don't want that to happen. So I, I they have no choice. They have to build a new prison. I mean, I, I, OK, I mean, you can uh, scream about it all you want. They have to build a new prison. This is part of infrastructure. Well, Paul Manafort is in solitary. One of these days I'm going to sit down and talk to Paul. For his own safety, One they say. Because they're concerned, the warden is Paul. at the prison that he's in, that someone I'm would violently attack oh, yeah. Manafort just for street cred. Sure. Say, look who I got. So they put him in solitary. Now, the Washington Post and uh, other news outlets uh, talked about uh, that he was booked into the VIP section of the jail. Is there such thing as a VIP section? I did not know there. Was I didn't know either. Uh, I think it's they... not a good. It's not a good term. But yes, for high profile. But it's but it's people. a question of. But it's it's not a better place. No, is it? it's, it's not. just it's, you're it, by yourself. VIP just refers to the the inmate who has a high profile, not to the accommodations. Got it. What sucks though is every time he needs to leave his cell for anything. All the other inmates have to all get back in their cells. So you know they're oh, not happy that, he, yeah, that he's there. Well, uh, Jared Taylor, he's a white nationalist. He founded this publication, American Renaissance. And a judge said he can proceed with his lawsuit against Twitter for uh, banning his account. Tweet a little tweet on Twitter. Yes, I'm going to sue. Sue, sue. Oh, get uh, in 
things a little wonky here uh, because there was a, uh, a an argument uh, regarding the anti-slap law, and that's what Twitter argued that his complaint violated the anti-slap law, which penalizes malicious lawsuits meant to su- suppress speech, and just it really delays. I had a lawsuit uh, against uh, a group of people who uh, filed as former workers who uh, filed a claim uh, against me. And uh, uh, we counted right back for malicious prosecution because they made it up. And so and we were going to win. We knew that. But they filed an anti-slap statute that delayed everything two years. That's what anti-slap does. And Twitter is arguing this is just a violation of the anti-slap statute. But which they lost that of argument. Of course they lost So now, it. and that doesn't mean he's going to win, but no. uh, what, he get, what he gets to pursue is the idea that Twitter is misleads the public by saying it's an open platform, but then they ban people based on their political right. viewpoints. Okay, uh, now, uh, how do you get laid? Apparently you pose as a general with a helicopter? Uh, yeah. Okay. Now, that's going a long way. This guy didn't think so. Uh, yeah. So he's a car mechanic. He's a car mechanic. Dresses as a three-star, three-star U.S. General. Army, uh, charters a helicopter, uh, and uh, he lands, uh, uh, He where did he land? At a, at a, a research business park in Cary, North Carolina. <laughs> He just lands the thing, and he gets out, and then he tells them that he's there acting on orders from the president, president. and all of it to impress a lady. Yeah. I wonder if the lady was uh, (laughs) properly impressed. All right, let's uh, take a look. Probably wouldn't work with your wife, though. No, God, no. All right. (laughs) Poses Uh, a general. Coming up. (laughs) 